0: Welcome to This League Uncut. In the world of 24-hour NBA news, you snooze, you lose. Chris Haynes, it's go time. Mark Stein, it's show time. Boom shakalaka. Chris Haynes and Mark Stein. This League Uncut is underway and on fire. This should be a good one. Let's get right to it, everyone. Because this is why NBA basketball, rather than Major League Baseball, is the hot stove league of the 21st century. This is why, as the Pelican CJ McCollum sagely tweeted in the wee hours of Thursday morning, you don't dare go to sleep this time of year. This is why hashtag this league is in the name of this podcast. Friends, I'm sure you're still digesting or just catching up now on the overnight chaos But Thursday's 3 p.m. Eastern Time NBA trade deadline, it's fast approaching, and I promise there will be more, even though there's already enough to talk about and dissect to fill up a month's worth of podcast. This is Mark Stein speaking, by the way. If you didn't recognize the voice, regrettably but unavoidably solo for this mini pod, we're rushing out because my partner... On this league uncut. The one and only Chris Haynes from Turner Sports. He had to travel cross country on this very wild Wednesday. He's going to be at the arena I still call Staples Center tonight. To cover Bucks at Lakers for TNT. After covering Suns at Nets in Brooklyn on Tuesday night. I was working in a TV studio myself in Dallas on Wednesday night. So there was really no choice for us to concede that our next full-fledged edition of the pod it's going to have to be Friday after the deadline that's going to be our first chance to team up again and dive into all this craziness but I wanted to do a quick soliloquy here in the interim after what we witnessed on that aforementioned aforementioned wild Wednesday Kyrie Irving made his debut as a Dallas Maverick in Los Angeles leading the Mavs to a win over the Clippers with Luka Doncic watching in street clothes. And then seemingly minutes after the final buzzer came the thunderbolt that Brooklyn has now agreed to trade Kevin Durant to the Phoenix Suns. The same Durant who Kyrie steered to the Nets in free agency in the summer of 2019, Nets over the Knicks, remember They went as a package deal, and now suddenly, without warning, the Nets have completely moved on from Kyrie and KD halfway through their fourth season together in Brooklyn. Super team turned super flop. Now they're both in the Western Conference. You've got the Suns pulling this off and teaming Durant up with Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Ayton because they consented to trade four unprotected first round picks and a pick swap with Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson and Jay Crowder to Brooklyn. But league sources say what really happened here is that the Nets and Durant after Irving requested a trade last Friday and then got dispatched to Dallas last Sunday, the Nets, Durant, they privately agreed to do a deal with the Suns as quickly as possible without waiting until the off season and look, the Suns have this exuberant new owner, Matt Ishbia, and exuberant barely covers it if you watched Ishbia's introductory press conference on which also happened Wednesday closer to lunchtime. The Matt Ishbia Suns were so clearly eager to announce themselves to the league as loudly and splashily as possible as evidenced again by the four unprotected first round picks Phoenix tossed into this trade. We ended up with a blockbuster so huge that it rendered a three team trade hours earlier, people featuring the Lakers and the two teams that just hooked up in July for the Rudy Gobert blockbuster, Utah and Minnesota doing business again. The Nets and Suns shoved that pretty significant trade to absolute undercard status. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. So Chris and I obviously have tons to discuss when we get back together, starting with the Nets and the Suns. And what their futures look like after the mayhem they just caused. How the Lakers fared by bringing back D'Angelo Russell. Bringing in Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt to try to make up for their inability to win the Kyrie Irving trade sweepstakes. What happens next for future Hall of Famer Westbrook? We know he's not going to Utah. He's not going to actually show in Utah. He is headed there. Theoretically, it will be his fifth different team now in the final year of that five-year max contract worth in excess of $200 million that he originally signed with the Thunder. Thunder, Rockets, Wizards, Lakers, Jazz. He'll soon be headed for team number six and the buyout market when he and the Jazz part, whether it's just a wave situation or will he get a buyout, but we know Russ will be headed to the open market that ensures the headlines aren't going to stop when the deadline passes and look there will be more trade action today buckle up the madness is not over maybe we'll see nothing more that quite reaches the level of either of last night's two trades but memphis and new orleans are still presumed to have serious interest in toronto's og ananobi the nets now have a surplus of wing players they could make more moves Detroit's been looking for an unprotected first rounder for Boyan Bogdanovich. They've said for months, for weeks, for months, they won't trade Bogdanovich. Well, unprotected first round picks are flying around like crazy. Maybe the Pistons relent there. The Raptors do seem open to trading Ananobi, even after they made a win-now move Wednesday by swinging a deal to reacquire Jakob Pertl from San Antonio. The Warriors are still looking for upgrades that can help lift them out of a 28-27 lethargy. The defending champions have not been able to dislodge themselves from. Where will the Clippers go? What will they do to upgrade after players they coveted, like Kyrie, like D'Angelo Russell, went to rivals? What were the Nuggets, the West's most consistent force in a season marked By an almighty jumble in the standings in the West from 3 to 13. What are the Nuggets going to do to strengthen their roster? Presumably by trading Bones Highland. I am just generally confident that this will continue to be a very busy deadline day. Because as we've seen now over the past half decade. You really have to take note of this. Teams all over the NBA map. They've embraced taking the biggest of swings at the trade deadline. Rather than waiting for free agency, the NBA's wildest of Wednesdays just slammed home that reality. The trade deadline gets more and more significant as we go. And I promise, Chris and I are going to get into it all Friday. We'll have a pod Friday. We'll have a pod Monday. Hopefully, after those two pods, we will have been able to sum up the state of things. And like I said, I'm fully expecting more significant action on this deadline day. Thank you so much for listening to this league uncut, your support and uh, the just the uh, the appetite for our first two weeks has been amazing. We are so excited. We are so grateful. P- please rate and review and subscribe to our humble little pod wherever you get your podcast. And again, Chris and I will be back Friday together. We will get into it all and try to figure out where this league, this wacky league goes from here. Talk to you soon, everybody. And that'll do it for us. See you next time.
2: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring.